Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority. Good evening, everyone, and welcome 
to the weekly wrap-up show, week 11. It's your boy, Brett Swin here. Alongside of me tonight, I've got Christian Blevins and Mr. Red Zone himself, K.O. Kyle Owens. How's it going, guys? It's going good. Good. Good week. Yes. I'm busy. Been busy be this week. It's good to be back on the uh, weekly wrap-up show. Kyle, uh, thanks for taking over last week. You did a great job. Uh, a lot of a lot of good comments, so I appreciate you. Um, but guys, uh, it's been a few weeks since I've got to talk uh, – Pickums and uh, how they went. We've talked about the actual picking, picking the games. But I got to talk about the uh, results, and so, um, man, before we get into it, the the results. I didn't do very well this week, but I just want to say that this week was the upset special week of the season. This was a bizarre week, and it wasn't just on our pickums. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys some outcomes of some games that wasn't they weren't even in our pickums. But just some bizarre scores. Okay, so Bullard over Van 28-21 in Van. Um, this was not in our pickums, but guys, shocker. Yes, absolutely. Yes, and on, on senior night, nonetheless. Like that's it's 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 kind of concerning if uh for the Vandals. I understand the loss to Carthage. Like I said in the pickups, I understand the loss loss to Carthage, but that loss to Bullard is it's not a good loss. Not a good loss to have. It's not the way you want to enter in the playoffs. And, and um, you know what? The other thing is, obviously, you know, with you know, with Van, you know, from hearing from a lot of people around, you know, this area, it is concerning because now, if you look at what where they are in the state, as far as like you know their offense and defense, I mean, as a whole, I mean, right now nobody has them going because I, I have them going to the third round. Right now, I'm not. I'm not seeing that. All right, let's look at some other ones here. Um, let's scroll down through here. There were several. Atlanta over Tatum. Didn't make any sense. Twenty-two mm-hmm. guys. I'm not. I, I don't understand that one. Um, this just was the okay. This is our favorite one, and you guys love this one. We call their new name for them is the Tree of Pine. <laughs> over Texas High, nineteen oh. to thirteen. Oh, <laughs> that's oh. wild! In Texas High too, at oh. Texas High, that's that's impressive. That's a big win for Pine Tree. That's a big win. It is. It is a big win, but man, it's uh, it's very wacko. Um, <laughs> I, I know Eddie said that it's not an upset, but your Mount Vernon over Pottsville definitely an upset. I didn't see coming. They're they're rolling right now, but man, Pottsboro. You know, I thought they were going to be that number two, but Mount Vernon took it to them. Uh, 45-38. Um, Troop survives a scare. Grand Celine tried to give them a battle, 38-35. It was a, that was a uh, a win late for Troop. Um, man, Lufkin almost beat, knocked off Lancaster. It's a one-point game. I mean, oh, just, just some crazies. How about this one? Um, this one wasn't in our pick of me either. I don't believe it wasn't, um, Marshall over white house. Ooh. they did it last year though. And I so, know. I mean, it's, it's a tough loss for white house. They needed, they needed to get that win. It's a tough loss for them. Now they got to travel to Melissa. That's going to be a tough, tough game. Yeah, That's a, yeah. That, that's one of those big things with the, uh, the big schools that hosting that playoff game is important. Yeah. yeah and now Marshall gets to host it. So that's, you know, yeah. it's crazy. win. And you know what's crazy? Melissa <laughs> is a state championship contender. So that's uh, worse. 
Shine Tree. Uh, we just talked about Shine Tree. Uh, you have any comments on uh, the Shine Tree Pirates? <laughs> Corey? Ryan, you just talk about Pine Tree. We we did oh, we talk about Pine Tree. I promise. We just talked about them. We're we're going over. I'm I'm waiting. We're going over the, just, the upsets of the area, just how wacky this last week was. The ones that weren't even our pickums that were just bizarro, Corey. And that was one of them as Pine Tree over Texas High. It was just one of our uh, ones we went over. Um, I mean, it was just a weird week, guys. Uh, and we have some weird ones. I mean, I think they're weird on the on the pick'em challenge this week. Um, I went four out four and six this week, guys. That was my roughest week of the season. That was that was harsh. Um, I know you guys probably did better than that, right? I mean, I hope so. I went five and five. So no, not <laughs> I went much. Five and I went five and five. All right. I, I went five hey, and five. But let, let, let me tell you something. Let me hey, tell look, you something, Pine Tree. There's a message for you, Corey, right here from Eddie. He said this was Corey's week and he did not do good. Trap games galore. <laughs> let me tell you something, Pine Tree. Let me tell you something. First of all, congratulations. Because you didn't let me down this year. You made the playoffs. And I was telling everybody you were playoffs. And I was telling Brett Swinney that you guys were a playoff team all year. Brett didn't believe me. I said, that pine tree team is pretty good. That pine tree team is pretty good. But you know what? You guys are shine tree from now on. You're not pine tree anymore. You're shine tree. Shine your light on everybody else that said you couldn't do it. You made the playoffs. You beat Texas high. You went six and four on the year. Congratulations. Shine Tree is in the playoffs. That's it. That's all I got to say. I'm, I'm still waiting. To... Uh, Wait, I mean, no. what's, what's, what's... I mean, they were they were so up I'm and down, waiting. Corey. Some weeks you were with Shine Tree. Some weeks you weren't. I mean, I, I don't know about, about the whole. Never lost um, faith. Never lost faith. I just wasn't checking for him, but I never lost faith. <laughs> uh, do you have faith in him this week, Corey? Just before we get going against Lovejoy, I said they made the playoffs. I didn't say about anything about winning the first. By the okay. I said playoffs, playoffs. Okay. That's, that's, that's it. Now, if they want to win this week, we can win this week. That's fine. Christian, hey, you know Christian, what? Everybody's zero and zero right now, right? That's true. It's that's it's true. The, it's the team that goes undefeated in the playoffs that does the best. All right, Christian. Yeah. How'd you do, Christian? Uh, I think I went six and four. I think. Oh, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, I mean, considering all that, that took place. Now, to 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 that point, we had five people that went eight out of ten. That was the top score for this week. Uh, congrats to Aaron Chitwood, Chris Williams, Jason Shivers. Which, um, no, I mean, he's just starting to just uh, walk away with our contest. Uh, Kevin Greer and Scott Poole got eight. For a 10 that was our number one and overall um jason has now increased his lead to four over jamar he's at 89 jamar washington at 85 uh this some guy named drew swinney is at 82 and uh brett swinney at 81 and then we got aaron little and doug montgomery at 80 those are our our top six there as of now so um i'd like to uh we're going to reach out to jason and try to have him on one of our shows um he is our as far as the uh, regular season goes. He's our, our our winner for the regular season. We'll still the belt goes through the playoffs, so we're not. It's not over, but he does have a pretty good lead. We'd like to have him on one of our shows. Maybe maybe let him pick with us uh, one week and see. Uh, top seven, Eddie. I didn't go that far down. I only went eighty and and uh, above. So you must have been below that uh, eighty line. I think Kyle's Kyle's not far behind. I think he's right there below. 
Uh, the, these last two weeks have been bad because I've been I threw a hell mary two weeks ago and it, it fell flat. And then last I week, know I, why you did it. Oh, I, I tried to all, tell you. All I did you, the same thing last year. He was right there with me, and then he tried to go crazy. And then it just. Hey, for, I, I'm not a Carthage hater. Let me. Let, well, let, guess what? There's not a Carthage hater. Not a Carthage hater. I love what Carthage. You have more love for Van. You have more love for Van. I've covered Van for the past six or seven years. Yeah, I got more love for Van. Absolutely. <laughs> that doesn't mean I hate Carthage. I can like anything wrong with that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, well, that's uh, kind of where everybody stands right now. And so, um, yeah, Jason's uh, going to have to – he's going to have to hold that lead through the playoffs. We'll see if he can do it. He's got he's got a pretty nice cushion, though. Um, let's talk about last week, guys. Um, again, we talked about already. Week 11 was really weird. Uh, game one on our pick was Commerce and Mineola. Um, Commerce with the win over Mineola, 49-21. Um, guys, I was impressed with Commerce's output there. I mean, I – I picked Mineola here. Um, we had talked about Commerce's schedule, and and they hadn't really played a whole lot of play guys. And who they had played, they lost to that were were a good competition. But they put it to them. Uh, uh, Fifty out of seventy three picked Commerce to win. Um, I don't know that anybody in this room picked Commerce though. I didn't. I, I had Mineola. I, I I didn't either. Corey picked Commerce. There you go. Good job, Corey. Corey, good, nice job. I mean, y'all got something to look at that schedule all the time. And it's not not it's not always the best indicator. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go what do your eyes tell you? What do your eyes tell you? Uh Conrad says commerce has explosive running backs. They do. Both of them, both of them went for or they had two of them that went for over a hundred. One uh Isaac Sim- Simon went for one seventy and three tutties, and Jordan McMurray had one twenty four and a tutty. Yeah, they Simon averaged 15 and a half yards a carry. Come on now. That's and Miniola's Miniola's problem, they've they had Dawson Pendergrass that was there for the past, you know, four years. That and they had Travion Sneed that was there. And then when they had these state championship teams, they had Jer- Jeremiah Crawford, Chance Perkins in the backfield. They've always <laughs> this is gonna get me in trouble. I, I already know it. They've been very one player dependent for a long time or two-player dependent for a long time. Um, now, not to say that they haven't had good players on the on the field, but they've all relied on these players, one player or two players, a lot. And this year it was Braden Alley. And he's a, a heck of an athlete. He had 140 yards in, in carries. I mean, he, he, did, he did what he could, but it's a lot when you're putting it on one person and so, or even two players. So it's uh, – it, Mineola just kind of ran out of steam and Commerce had, had more horses, so – Congratulations yeah. to the Tigers. Yeah, Mineola, I mean, we looked at them earlier. And they got the win over Mount Vernon. We we thought, okay, you know, that's a big win for them. And then, like you said, they just they couldn't find it. They they had the win over Mount Vernon. Then they ran to Pottsboro. Got a bounce-back win over Baham and then lost to Winsboro. Beat Reigns only by three. Yeah, that was a tight one. Reigns is not a real good this year. So, that's a barely win theory, Corey. Uh you 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 close to a not so good team, and uh, it got them uh, a loss. Maybe that's why you went with it, Corey. Maybe you were thinking the barely win theory. Learn it, learn it, learn it, learn it, learn it. But it only um, it only works it only works when you're the favorite, though. 
See, they, well, they were the definitely favorite. the favorite. They were definitely the favorite in the uh, in both games. I thought. I don't know what the state was, but it only works. Only works if you were the favorite. So, yeah. but if they were the favorite, then it worked. I mean, to, in my eyes, they were. I just you know didn't know what what commerce had. You know, I mean, I just I thought that from what I kind of seen on their schedule, they hadn't really beat anybody. So big win for commerce. Shout out to them. They're going to playoffs. And uh, like Connor said, Miniel is on to the round ball. So um, game two, same district. Uh, Mount Vernon with a big win over Pottsboro. Four people picked Mount Vernon to win this game. Um, wow. I don't know. I don't know if anybody in the, I don't think anybody, I think we all had the Pottsboro, I believe in this, in this group. Um, Guys, I that's an impressive win. Mount Vernon's been playing better as of late, and that maybe they're getting some younger guys in. I'm sure that Derek can give us some insight on this, but looks like they're playing well at the right time. Um, and so we have, uh, I think they're, I think they were in our pickums for um, this week. Yes, they're in our pickums. If you missed our pickums show, uh, it aired this morning at nine o'clock. So go back and check that out. We have all the picks for the by district games. They're they're in those uh, pickums, but. Guys, uh, I was very shocked by this. I thought that Pottsboro would come in and Major McBride and company would would take care of Mount Vernon, but uh, they didn't do it. And you know, it is kind of yeah. you know, to be honest with you, that was kind of it was kind of hard to watch a little bit. But uh, I mean, there's about a couple of these games on here that was kind of hard to watch, but I mean, you know. Um, well, I think I, I was impressed with Mount Vernon. Witherspoon, <laughs> five touchdowns, 307 yards on the ground. Uh, but you're talking about Major McBride for Pottsboro. He he did all he could do. He had 251 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. I mean, it was a very offensive game, obviously, by the score, 45-38. But, yeah, Mount Vernon, we talked about – we've talked about Mount Vernon, how they've they've got a pedigree here in these past few years with being – dominant in, in making deep runs in the playoffs and they are peaking at the right time. It seems right now. And I picked them to win this week. And I think they, I haven't studied the brackets. So I don't know who they, I don't looked ahead, but I mean, this Mount Vernon team, I wouldn't sleep on them because they, they will. Yeah. Just like, just like Derek just said, when, they're starting to feel themselves. They're starting to, they're starting to play that Mount Vernon football. So uh, I would I would not want to play the Tigers right now in the postseason. I, I don't exactly, want to run into them. That's what I was thinking too. Those are the kind of teams you don't want to get near. I mean, even nope. if you're a really good team, a team that gets hot right now yeah. is not who you want to see. So let's see. Uh, it coached with uh, Todd Dodgen or Texas and Southlake. So I mean, he can put his his uh his system in there, and I mean, it's taking some time. The guys are getting um, and. Oh, that's, if, oh, don't don't tell Corey this one. Mount Vernon plays Gladewater. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> the uh, they're both sophomores, is what Derek said. That's that means Mount Vernon's got two studs in the backfield for the next two seasons. So, so there, Mount, this is bonus don't time. Mount yeah. Vernon. Yeah, this is yeah, bonus absolutely. Time. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, all right, game three. Um, another surprise is uh. Athens over Palestine tw- or 42 to 21. And I don't know that it shocked me as much that Athens won, but the margin of victory was was very surprising. It was in Palestine. 
Uh, I picked Palestine 35 out of 73 at Pal- at Athens. So it was a pretty even split here, 35-38. Um, I did, I did hear later that Palestine's two running backs were injured. So, mm. I mean, that – that's their game. So you you don't have your tailbacks on a game where you're basically a ninety percent run team. Uh, that'll do it. So I mean, uh, shout out to Athens and Coach Harrell though, um, making the playoffs. We talked preseason, and I don't know that we mentioned or I didn't think Athens. I had, I had thought for that four spot it was Palestine, Henderson, and Jacksonville. Um, and boy, was I wrong. Athens came in, they took that four spot. They've got a tough matchup in round one, but. Coming out of that district, I think they can play. We we saw they played with Kilgore a few weeks ago. Uh, they played with Chapel Hill for a half. So I wouldn't put it past them to give Lumberton a, a contest uh, in this first round. I don't know that they can have enough to uh, pull out the win, but I think they'll uh, at least make it interesting. I, I don't think this was an upset. I, I, I don't. Yeah, because I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I think both these teams were evenly matched. It it, it was a toss up game for well, me, honestly. Well I, I, well, I was just saying because of the score. I said I could have thought the, it either way. Yeah, the difference of the game was like I thought maybe a touchdown either way. Yeah, I, I definitely thought it'd be closer. But yeah, you, Athens Athens is playing good ball right now. They like you said they played Kilgore really close, played Chapel Hill close for a half, got a big win to end out the season. Um, they're they're playing good football right now. Lumberton is going to be a big test, but just like you said, I wouldn't I wouldn't discount Athens because of the district that they're coming out of. I think they're going to give Lumberton all they can handle and and then some. So. And Lumberton will have to bring their A game to beat Athens. Yeah, I mean, if you go back, can you guys hear me? Okay, okay. So, I mean, listen, I mean, if you go back and look at the game, they kind of wore Palestine down. I mean, that that was basically what I think the game plan was, wear them down a little bit, you know, wear them down, see where it goes, and then we'll just explode on them. And, I mean, that's exactly what Athens did. Uh, So, I'm not actually shocked because, I mean, I picked Athens to win this game. Um, But, I mean, congratulations to them. I think they're in the postseason for the first time since, I think, 2018 or 2019, one of the two. Uh, But, I mean, congratulations to them. Uh, It's going to be a tough task going up against Lumberton, who is the district champ in District 10. Um, I think – I think uh, Lumberton's record is seven and three this year, or eight and two, one of the uh, one of those. Uh, but I mean, it's going to be a tough task for Athens. But you know, it, it, it's not going to be a blowout by any means. It's probably going to be close. You know, I've been disrespecting Athens for the past couple of weeks because I didn't punt the football. I mean, because yeah, because I didn't punt the football. But all due respect, I mean, I just a lot of this is just for the show. Um, but no, no, no disrespect. They they deserve to win the game. Um, you know, they play hard, deserve to win the football game. So I'm giving them their props. You make the playoffs, you know, you they went what, seven and three this year. I mean, that's that's pretty good, you know, especially from a district that they come out of. They didn't beat any top teams, but they won enough games to at least make the playoffs. I did pick Palestine. And I thought Palestine was, you know, had they had now that I know how Palestine lost again, I know they didn't have the running backs. But you know, all things considered, if Palestine may have had the leading running backs in the game, it may have been a different story. But um, but I thought Palestine was clearly the fourth best team in this district. And uh, I thought they played – thought Palestine played tough. Anybody else they played throughout the year. But I just I, – I know I'm not, I know I'm not being disrespectful. I just don't – I don't – I mean, Athens played well in stretches. 
you know, the only time I saw Athens play, I thought they played well in stretches. I didn't think they put together a complete game. And I still got to figure out what the hell happened between Athens and Kilgore. You know, because that Kilgore football team, you know, I saw this past Friday. It looked like they're trying to go and win the state championship. And what the hell happened well, I mean, when they played Athens? I mean, but, I mean, but yeah. here's the thing. I think Kilgore needed that. I think, I think they needed a close game. Like I mean, I know I know they got beat by Carthage. We all know that, but I think they need. That's Carthage. I that's, 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 that's yeah. That's Carthage. But what I'm what I'm saying is is that I, I think they needed something like that to build like okay, like this is how serious it is, and this is how serious it can get. But but even if you needed it, I don't I don't think Athens is that much of a. I don't think Athens was a better football team. Yeah. At that to to give you that test, you know what I'm saying. You know that's that that's what I'm thinking. I don't I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to get into the if and because you know you play to win the game every single Friday, so I'm not gonna take that away from them because those kids got to suit up, put on jerseys at the same time. And so Jeremy, you know, is, so, go ahead, so somebody, so somebody just put in the comment. I think that was Jeremy Knight. I think. Uh, so I mean, I, I yeah. did. You know, they had players out, but I mean, still. So yeah. well, you know, still at, at the end bad. of the day, you know. Shout out to shout out to, to make the playoffs. You know, I don't know if Lumberton's the same team as they were. I know they were hurt. They got the quarterback back. Um, you know, he's been injured, so they got the quarterback back there. I, I'm anxious to see how that how that how that battle goes. You know, if Athens gets a win, it's, that's a lot that bodes a lot for for that district. So well, I, and I and I did a show today with uh with Terry. We do a a weekly show with uh on District Nine Four A. We went over the region kind of a little bit. And uh, just talked about some other things, but it was brought up about Lumberton and um, Coach Reyes, uh, Lumberton coach, had said he's got a young line and some and some key position players that are young, and so they took some lumps early, but are now trying to are starting to get rolling. So and their offensive line, and by the way, their offensive line is just as big as it was last year. You remember when we went to New uh, Caney last year? Their offensive line was huge, and you know, their offensive line was just almost as big as Bernie's. You really want to think about it, so I mean that that's probably going to be. And plus, Athens is off the line would be, uh, but it wasn't as big as what Lumberton's was. So yeah. it, it's going to be it's going to be at a point to where it's just like okay, Athens is probably going to have to be physical up front on that offense line. Uh, sorry, excuse me, on the defense line. If they can't be physical, they're going to lose. But I mean, they're they're still pretty good. Vince, uh, you got any thoughts on the uh, Athens-Palestine outcome? I know you had Athens. Mm-hmm. Um, Palestine came to play. At, uh, I mean, Athens came to play. Palestine didn't. I mean, people were questioning what Palestine were all year, and honestly, they were questioning what Athens were too. You know, they kind of had some good wins, and then they had some – I, honestly, the best way to put it is some good losses where they showed that they were willing to compete. So, um, Palestine is, I don't know what Palestine needs or what they're missing. Um, well, we did find out that they were Athens missing. was able to get it together. We did, we did find out they were missing their two best tailbacks. They were out injured at Palestine. So, okay. Okay. All right. So that, we, we that, kinda, that hurts, obviously. Yeah. Well, we kind of um, talked about I thought this game would be – it could be either way, would be closer. But with the two backs out, that could just 
you know, determine why it was a little bit more lopsided. I thought the two teams that could be the different. Yeah. All right. Game four. Yeah. Yeah. Russ. I agree. I agree. 21 Canton 13. Uh, Russ locks in that fourth playoff spot. Uh, welcome to the playoffs. Russ, you get pleasant Grove first round. Um, I don't know if that's a, a consolation prize there for Russ and coach sitting, but congrats to them for making it. Um, Canton played hard in this one, guys. I, I thought Russ might beat them by a little more, but man, Canton, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of teams in that district that you look at and you're like, man, they all fought hard and beat each other up, but, uh, still those top four remain. We kind of talked about them before the season, uh, Carthage band center and Rusk were able to, uh, make the playoffs. Uh, thoughts on this one, fellas. Shoot, Ken was trying to get a playoff spot. That's what they were trying to do. They were trying to get a playoff spot. Uh, it wasn't going to happen, mm-hmm. uh, but they were trying to get a playoff spot. So, I mean, you, I mean, listen, I mean, it was, you know, it's not a shocker. Um, but what ultimately is my concern is that Rusk and, you know, I, I love Coach Sidden and I love what he's doing at Rusk, but Rusk didn't show – when you go into the playoffs, I think that last game, you have to show some strength unless you're – I mean, well, that's against any team. Um, you have to show some strength. You have to put a little bit of a thought in that first team's head, especially if you're a four seed. You have to put their thought in their head. They're like, okay, this is serious, and they could, like, really, really beat us. Like, anybody could beat anybody. But, yeah, um, this game – when they play PG on, I think, what, Friday? I think that's when the game is, on Friday. Um, yeah, that child's a little Christmas gift. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's you're playing the second-best defense before right now. So, I, I, I'd like to know – Sorry. Just, I'd like to know what Eddie is. Eddie's listening. Um, Eddie, give us the uh, – what's the, uh, the spread there in that game? I know he's got that. I'd like to know. Kyle, what do you think about this one? I, I'm, Canton's been playing some good football these past few weeks. Um, they had a rough year, but they were playing better football at the end of the year, and they gave Rusk everything they could handle. And Rusk is, I mean, getting Pleasant Grove in the first round with a 30-point spread, it's probably going to be more than that. I think Pleasant Grove's just extremely strong this year, and Rusk, I mean, I, the the couple times I've seen, the only time I saw Rusk was against Brownsboro, and Brownsboro had four turnovers in the first half. So it's kind of hard to gauge. Yes, Rusk took advantage of it, but they had short fields the whole time. I haven't seen enough of Rusk, and I haven't seen any of Canton. But the way Canton was playing at the end of the year, it seems like Canton was trending up. Rusk was trending down. It seems kind of like Rusk is kind of backing into the playoffs instead of going in with some, with some momentum, even after a win. So, um yeah, I mean, congratulations to Rusk making the playoffs. So that's that's half the battle. I mean, half there's a lot. There's half the teams in the state didn't make the playoffs. So at least you're one of those playoff teams. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, let's go go ahead and say, ain't no way in the world Russ is not winning this football game. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if they had to limp in on on on. On one knee pad and, and half a shoulder pad, it, 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 they weren't gonna not win. There is no way I could beat by by center, Carthage, 
and Van, and then get and then go ahead and then lose to Canton too. You crazy? That ain't happening, dog. That is not happening. I'm, I'm beating I'm beating the brakes off this team. I'm whipping their tail as soon as they get off the bus. You know, it's we gonna it's easily gonna it's gonna be two fights. It's gonna Ooh. be five on the field to fight in the locker room. What, what you want it to be? You know, that, that's that's what's happening. Here. There's no way they were losing this game. And the fact they playing PG don't even matter. They made the playoffs. That's that's what you want. You know, at the end of the day, when they look at the record books, it says, well, "How did you do last year? We made the playoffs. Playoff team. Oh, what guys, you do? We guys, made the bowl game. By, guys, by, by the way, uh, I know Eddie said. I know Eddie said thirty. Uh, the spread in this game is actually thirty-five. So. Doesn't matter. That, 30, uh, 35, still not 50, enough. Whatever. Yeah, you that want. Is, 30 uh, to 35. Yeah. I'll take they the score, score. Whatever. They score 40. Oof. Yeah. Oof, man. Vince, any thoughts on this one? Uh, I kind of agree with Corey. There was no way Russ was going to lose this game. I mean, they, they were on the ropes. Is that my? Uh, do y'all hear that? Some music playing. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't even know where that came from. My my <laughs> internet is acting really funny and slow. All of a sudden, I started hearing a commercial from something. I didn't know what it was. Uh, but yeah, Russ. Russ wasn't gonna lose this game. They weren't gonna lose it. Canton. I I like what. What KO said about Kenton was trending up for a little bit, and Russ looked like they were trending down. But again, what I said about that district, it was this year was really tough in that district because everybody seemed like they was practically good at some point, or, or was looking like they could they could make a run at some point. I would say it like that: looked like so, they could make a run. So what you're saying, Vince, is these four so, teams are all going to win in round one because they're in a tough district. No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, I'm just checking. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that, yeah, no, nah, what I'm saying is that beating up on each other like they did, you know, they all, they all, in a way, you don't, you couldn't have told me it, you knew which ones were going to get in. Cause at some point, they all kind of looked like they could get, they could be in, you know, they all played a, a, a convincing game at some point and they look like they could be in. Uh, now, what you do once you in here, that's only up to you. I mean, the truth is, so anything Russ, could happen in that, that PG game. And PG so, could fall short. Well, and Russ can get well I mean, here, here's the so, thing. Here's the thing. So, whoever whoever wins that game, whoever wins that game between PG and Russ, they'll either play Cato Mills or Farmersville in the second round. Mm-hmm. Well, so really, anything could happen in that game. Well, I'm telling you right now, I don't, I don't, I, I don't expect for PG's playing PG a home to game. Lose they, the game. They're, they're playing, but I'm saying they're they're playing in Texas, Arkansas. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. The, the Eddie's saying they must have flipped for home and home. But man, so now not, not only does Rusk have to play PG, they got to go to Texas, Arkansas. I don't know how far a drive that is, but that's a long way. Two hours and forty-five. Oh, trust me, it's, it's two hours. It's least two hours. Yeah, 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 at least. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're driving. We, we we inherited. 
We didn't hear the Texarkana at work, so I've Eddie, already been out there a couple of times. Eddie wants us to check on you. You're, he says you're hallucinating, Vince. What did I do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anything can happen in playoffs. <laughs> Anything, Eddie. Don't you know don't get it. Don't listen, Eddie. Listen. Now, don't do this. Because last year you disappeared after your team took a whooping. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it, yeah. it has been a loose Don't do this, Eddie. It is not, one not tonight. That's a, that's it has been on one since Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma. Hey, they'll get they're a scenic ride. They'll get a scenic ride there and back, drawing up b ball plays. Wow, wow. Dang. Oh. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, game five, guys. Uh, New hey. Diana all this over Queen fair. City, forty-nine to fourteen. Um. I did have New Diana in this game. Um, man, but they they took it to Queen City. I know we kind of talked about that Queen City in this district. When, um, this was the Harmony Dangerfield, the bottom two spots, I guess, for playoffs um, for this one right here. And New Diana said, we're third. Uh, Queen City, you can be fourth. Um, and so they took it to them, and we had 71 people. Uh, only one person took Queen City, so... Shout out to everybody getting this one right, except for one person. Um, I mean, I, I thought New Dana was going to win this one. I didn't think it would be close, and that's what happened. Um, guys, anybody else have any thoughts? That's yeah, not a shocker to me. How you doing? Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. Um, game six was Anna. Over Sulphur Springs, 30 to 16. Sulphur Springs actually led early in this game. Um, it was Anna had to come back. Um, 53 people picked Anna to win this game out of 73. So had 20 people pick Sulphur Springs. Um, that just shows how well they played this year. I think, I mean, I'm shocked that it was this close. I thought Anna would win by more than two touchdowns. But, I mean, maybe Sulphur Springs is better than what we kind of thought. Well, to all, with all due respect to one of the greatest programs of all time, the Sulphur Springs, uh, they blew it. Why would you say that? How would you say that? How would you the say they're the best program? The greatest program. I said one. I, I said know. one of the I greatest programs of all time. I said one. Say, I don't care if you say I don't care. No. How many How many state titles has Sulphur Springs won? No. One. One? I, I think one. Um, okay, I've been lied to. Okay, I've been, I've been lied to because someone told me four. Uh, and, I yeah, know. I've been Who lied to. You, you've mm -hmm. been bamboozled. Yeah, I can yeah, be wrong. I'm, I'm just throwing that's, up, kicking up dirt. I can happened. be wrong. That's, they've that's had they've had one state title, one title game appearance, thirty-one playoff appearances, and they have. They've, they went they're, seven and four last good. year, zero oh and ten the year before that, two and four the year before that, one and nine the year before mm. that. Mm. It, anyway, sorry, go ahead. I Proceed. mean, I know they, I know they, I know they yeah. sucked the past. <laughs> Listen, I know they, I know they sucked the past couple. So years, but it's okay, Chris. But, so you you got them confused with some school yeah. called Carthage. You know that then. Uh, then no, 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 no. That's what happens when you have a great uncle who's been coaching football for forever and only studies well what happens in 5a and 6a which is like Tyler man yeah man forget about anyway, that anyway, move anyway, on anyway, ain't nobody anyway. worried about no sulfur springs 
<laughs> all right, but anyway, Ain't nobody yeah, checking with, on those with, with all, Yeah, with like all that. With all due respect, to, <laughs> with all due respect to uh, Sulphur Springs, uh, they blew it. Uh, they did have a they did have a lead in this game. I thought, you know, when I looked at the game uh, on my phone while I was at the Chapel Hill game, I thought they could have, you know, made something out of it. You know, if they did lose, it would probably be because, you know, they were going blow for blow with Anna, even though I picked Anna to win this game. But yeah, they just blew it. Um, and now you got to think, okay, you know, what what could Sulphur Springs look like come playoff time? Because I think they're in the Dallas region, I think. So, mm-hmm. so I, uh, I'm, it's kind of looking a little because I, I picked, I said that they could probably, they would be one of my, they were one of my sleepers this year. This year they were one of my sleepers. I said that they would probably get to the third or fourth round, uh, but that that's looking like that's not going to happen with that loss because they just absolutely blew it. So, yeah, they got they got Dallas Carter next, so. I mean that's oh, a, God. Yeah, a, no, winnable, no. a winnable game. They can win that one. But I, I think that, they played yeah. Carter real close last year. Yeah, Carter. Carter's not. They're they're ready to go the round ball. Dallas Carter's really good in, in basketball. They're they predominantly haven't been good in football lately. Sulphur Stadium is really nice. Their press box is really nice. Yes, very nice stadium. Uh, Shout out uh, Gerald Prim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I think they can go second round. I don't know who the matchup would be, but. That's that's a tough region up there. You've got um, um, you know, Anna Salina. You've got uh, what's uh, I think it's uh, Stephenville and China Springs. There's a tough region, so I, I think they got the right matchup that they could win a game. But beyond that, I don't think they go any farther. I mean, right? I mean, here's the thing. I don't think that. Because right now they play, uh, yeah, they do play Dallas Carter, and I think the winner of that game will either meet, uh, either meet Alvarado and or Kennedale or Stephenville and Fort Worth Western Hills, and going to play Kennedale, that's a that's kind of like a walk to the gallows on that one. So I, I don't, because uh, I don't think I don't hmm. think Kennedale is is losing to Alvarado. I don't think yeah. that's just not happening. Good win by Anna. Um, let's go to game seven. This one's one. I know Kyle's ready to talk about this one. Uh, Harmony over Dangerfield, 26 to 21. As Kyle, uh, he left us for a minute. Guys, man, we we pumped up Dangerfield and how they were looking good. And what do we talk about? We talked about a lot with Dangerfield. They're going to have the athletes to compete with anybody. Mm-hmm. But can between the years, can they put it together? And win the game. And Harmony has had some injuries early. Look up, oh, we got a Harmony siding. A Harmony hat has entered the building. Oh um, no. Oh God. Oh <laughs> and, my God. And Harmony wins district. Now rip your city. Ripped it. I don't know, Kyle, if that was a good <laughs> thing for them or not in the bracket, because that region is loaded. No, yeah, looking ahead, it's uh it's They'd have to face Newton in the third round, and that's not oh. that's not great. But uh, they beat Newton last year, so uh, let's let's not put anything past them. But listen, this uh, they'll run into hooks eventually too, Eddie. Yes, we'll talk about that later when it gets to that. But listen, right now we're talking about how the Harmony Eagles took it to Dangerfield. Listen, they were up twenty to eight 
in the third quarter. Like they were up big. And for Dangerfield to come back, which we we knew they would, Dangerfield's a great football team. Dangerfield came back. Harmony was able to hold on and win that game. But you're right. It's almost one of those situations where you're like, well, maybe we should have got second place and had a little easier run, which is crazy to me because you think you'd be rewarded for winning your district, but you actually get a harder path to stay. Anyway, um, I digress. But a big win for Harmony, great win for Harmony. They they have struggled with Dangerfield the past few seasons. That's been their kryptonite, and they were able to uh, slay the giant that is Dangerfield uh, last Friday night. So congratulations to the Harmony Eagles. Corey, we're flying, baby. We're flying into the playoffs. <laughs> Harmony, Harmony, <laughs> Boston Seahorn still one of my. That's still my favorite name of 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 this high school football, Boston Seahorn. That's, that's a that that name. He should have like an eagle tattoo on his chest or something like that. It just it you know that that, that name just sounds real American. That's all I gotta say. It it, it just it really does. Boston. I don't know what it is. It really does. Boston Seahorn. That that that's that's a man's name. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I I don't know, man. Ooh. Shout out to Harmony. I, I did not pick them at all to win. I'm in the danger field, but Harmony's like, man, forget that. We they probably had a CM quote on there, it's not happening, or something <laughs> in the locker room. And, and 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 it's like this guy doesn't believe in them. And man, you know what? You gotta get hot. These are one of those wins where as a coach, you look at this like, you know what? I think we're ready. You know, we beat a really good, we beat a really good football team tonight. And now this is the last game for us going to playoffs in the window. We're ready to go. Shout out to Harmony. Harmony. Well, this is probably um, one of my shout out to Harmony for winning. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go, no, 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 no. You're, you're fine. Here. You're fine. Okay. Um, this is probably. I was just gonna uh, say shout out to Harmony. And oh, sorry. Keep going. You do your thing. I don't really have a lot to say anyway. All I did was pick Dangerfield because I've been picking them all year. You know, and I know disrespect, you know, KO. That's all I know is that Dangerfield been doing their thing. Um, So I went with them. I should have went with Harmony. Lord knows I should have went with Harmony, but I didn't. But go ahead, Christian. I'm sorry. I have nothing. I have nothing to say. I have nothing but disrespect for, for Dangerfield. Well, here's the problem. So this was probably the game that I just kind of – this is like one of four games that I just kind of dropped my head and just went like, oh, my God. Uh, the fact that Harmony – and this is like – this is kind of like with, you know, with – say, for example, so DeSoto has struggled with Duncanville for about, I don't know, about maybe two, three years now, and they finally beat him a couple of weeks ago. Well, that's kind of like what this is. Harmony beating Dangerfield is just, I had a brain fart when I saw it. So, Harmony, good job. <laughs> All right, so let me just throw this out there before we move on to the next game, guys. Uh, just a little peek ahead in this 3A Division Two Region 3, guys, just to, just to say what kind of matchups we could have, Okay. Um, second round matchups. You could have West Rusk, possibly New Diana. I think West Rusk has one of the easier paths of just looking at this bracket. You've got possibly Hooks Dangerfield round two. I mean, that's pretty good. Um, also, you could have Harmony matching up with the winner of Arp and Decab. 
in round two. I think that's another good matchup. Uh, Troop Newton, round two. Um, just some things that you have in this bracket. I mean, this bracket is absolutely loaded. Um, and so I think there's several of those. The, the 2A Division One bracket, um, we'll talk about that here in just a minute when we get to Timpson and Garrison. But it's loaded too, man. These, these East Texas small school brackets, there's going to be some really good games. I'm hoping that some of them pop up on Thursday nights. Maybe I'll be able to slip over there and cover some of them. But, man, this is going to be an incredible playoff stretch here. Yeah, there's lots of good teams in in that like you said, not just that district, but you look at the four A Division One district, the the Lindell, Kilgore, and Chapel Hill uh region. That that's a strong one. The four A D two with Pleasant Grove and Carthage and Gilmer in that one. Like there are some three A D one, the, can we, the schedule, can we schedule all these games at like one stadium and just play them back to back? That way we just go all day and we can sit and watch these games. I mean, there's gonna be girl. so much good football coming up in these next few weeks. It's gonna be I'm pumped for it. There's so many good football games, possible matchups. And then, you know, as well as I do, we're going to see some upsets. We're going to see some teams that we didn't expect to be there going up against teams we expected to be there. And then who knows? You never know what can happen. It's almost got a, a March Madness feel to it. Mm -hmm. Yep, it does. Uh, game eight. I, gotta, I, gotta know. I was going to say something. It would have been great. Oh, I'm sorry, Corey. What are you going to say? <laughs> you gonna, no, you're getting more... You get March Madness. Uh, it, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was in the lines of March Madness, but I just, it was a little funny. But I'm gonna say chair. Uh, okay, all right, all right. It was hilarious. Uh, all right, so game eight, uh, Tenaha over Overton. They they knock off the Overton Mustangs, and in, in their undefeated season, uh, they win forty-one to twenty-one. Um, surprisingly, only seventeen people picked Tenaha to win this game. I don't know if the record. Kind of influenced um, having an undefeated record. I was with Overton. I really wanted. I was rooting for the Mustangs. I really wanted them to win. I think. I mean, even a nine and one season. I mean, shout out to them. We Kent Kyle brought it up about the they'd only like one foot five games in the last four or five years. Yeah, and nine wins right now. I'm going in the playoffs. I mean, it's awesome for them. Uh, Tenahaw's a really good team. They've played a really good schedule, and so uh, uh, I think this was not. Super surprised. I thought it might be a little closer than this, honestly, but I was more hoping that Overton could could uh, prove me wrong. I, I I wanted them to win, and so I pick with my heart on this one. I shouldn't. I'll, I shouldn't do that. The pick'em champ shouldn't pick with his heart. He should pick with his head. And uh, should have went ten hall, but I didn't. I went with the Overton, and it backfired. Uh, guys, what y'all think about this game? I mean, what a great story for Overton. I mean, you know, just going 91 this year, you know, you know, bringing in some new faces, you know, getting what they need. Um, and, you know, they, they've been a, been one of the, been the best team in that district. But, I mean, Tenaha got them. So, I mean, it was only a matter of time. We don't know what Overton is going to be in the playoffs. Um, but... Uh, I mean, we'll see. So, congratulations, Tenaha. Yeah, big win for Tenaha. Uh, Overton, I was almost with you, Brett. I was cheering on, cheering them on, hoping they'd have an undefeated season. But nine wins is still outstanding. So, and you're still going into the playoffs as a high seed. And I, who knows? Like we, like we just said about the last about it being playoff time. You never know. Overton could catch fire in the playoffs and make a run. You just, so, you never know. So let me, so let me, let me. Uh, tell you Kyle what their second round looks like like 
if they oh, win round one. They Mart. get Mart yeah. round yeah. two. Yeah. So well, that would any, be a really tough one. <laughs> <laughs> anything can happen, but uh, yes, that's that'll be a tough one. Uh, hopefully, they'll at least get that get that dish that uh, playoff win though. They that would be a, good. Have a yeah. Hopefully, yeah. they can win one. That'll be good. Corey Vince, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I, of course, I pick Overton. Uh, one of the, you know, you're always looking for the underdog, the the, the smaller guys to, to kind of come up, and I say the smaller guys, but the, the unexpected champion to rise and you know get them celebrated. It didn't happen. It's not the end of the season, you know. You're nine and one, man. It's that, ain't nothing wrong with being second place in that district. You know what I'm saying? Especially when no one thought you were gonna make it. What were they? What what was their score? What was their season like last year? What were they? One and nine, two and eight, I think, and made the playoffs because Alto was, Alto was not eligible. You know, so you go two and eight to nine and one in a season. I mean, you have nothing to be ashamed of at all mm-hmm. whatsoever. And, and go mm-hmm. go into the playoffs with a blind eye and tell you guys, hey, let's go one and zero this week, and this makes this makes some magic happen. And you they're know, you with, never know. They may go three rounds. They're playing house with house money now. I mean, really. Pretty much. So, you know, do do what you do. Yeah, I I had Overton. So, um, I still think they're a good team. Um, last week of the season, you know, being nine and one, I'm, I imagine there must be a little bit of pressure. Who knows? They may. Well, nah, I don't want to say that. That's that's probably I'll beat Mark. I I want to say that they probably rest rested some people, but it, that's probably not true. District championship on uh, the line. I don't think they probably. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, exactly. They just got beat. They just took a whooping. It's okay. Uh, they still a good team, and it don't. It, honestly, it wouldn't have mattered who won. That's the truth. It don't matter. It don't matter when you know who you got coming up next. So. Mm. All right. Mm. Game nine. Timston 35, Garrison 26 in a battle for the district championship. Uh, 65 out of 72 pickers had Timpson winning. Um, no surprise by the Timpson win. Guys, Garrison played them close. I mean, that's as close as, as they've been tested all year. They had some had some close ones early, but as far as in their district, for sure, Garrison is there. Um, I'm just going to point out that we talked about the region earlier with Harmony and West Rusk and Troop. Man, this region right here. I got to, you know, we're covering the Garrison game this week, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. So I got to talk to Garrison's head coach today a little bit on the phone and just how brutal this region is. He He's hoping that some of these guys move up back to the region too uh, when the realignment hits. But um, even said he listened to our show before. So I was, you know, he said he listened to it before one time. So I was, that was kind of cool. Um, but anyway. One they went on a run. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, looking at this, and and you guys can comment um, on this also when you're talking about the game, but you've got Shelbyville could possibly play Cooper, or Cooper would play Groveton or Shelbyville. So you got Cooper in this region. Round two for Garrison. If they win, they look like they're going to get that Beckfield team that's running over everybody. You know, they're putting up basketball on folks. 
Um, you got Timson um, would play Harleton. Harleton's had a really good season. They're a good, really, really good team. Uh, that would be a round two matchup. And then you've got Centerville down here at the bottom, and they're in this district. And they would play Honey Grove. We talked about Honey Grove this year. So you've got Honey Grove, Centerville, Harleton, Timson, mm -hmm. Garrison, Beckville, Cooper. I mean, those are all really good teams. And we, think, talked, and we talked about this, too, mm -hmm. a little bit um, with the Garrison coach. Like, this has happened several years. These This region just beats each other up. And then you got – you get through this region, and who do you get probably? Refurio. They're, they're pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, but their region is done. So after you beat each other up and, and tear each other apart, you get that. So um, that's a lot to take in. Guys, give me your thoughts <laughs> on this game and, and this region. I mean, it's just – Ridiculous. Well, I, I was I was gonna well, say that Timpson's got the easier path for sure. I think they yeah. got that bottom half of the of the region, in my opinion, oh, is a lot lighter. Oh, I think oh, Timpson yeah. I think Timpson walks into the fourth round, uh honestly. Um but that top that top part, you got Cooper, Beckville, and Garrison that are going to there's three really good teams there and Timpson one, one, one of them. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Right. And and one of those teams is not going to make it out of the second round. So mm. it's it, that's that's tough. And then, like you said, even you get out of the region, then you got Refurio waiting for you on the other side. So <laughs> it's going to be tough. But Timson, if any team in this region can do it, I think it's Timson. I think Timson's the most complete team in the region. I think they're the best team and they have the best player. So in especially at these smaller schools, most of the time, if you have the best player on the field, you're going to win a lot of football games. Well, they, they might have the two best players. They might have the two best players. I mean, JJ Gardner has been has probably been one right. of the. I mean, who would even heard of him really before this season? He kind of basically broke mm -hmm. out and and played early when when Bussy didn't play and was just do, doing Bussy like things. Uh, I saw where he got an offer from Texas Tech, I believe, um, here recently. So I mean, he's going to be their guy next year. He's going to be the guy. Uh, but right now, you got. Two guys, and so I don't know if there's two guys on the field on any team that's going to be better. So I mean, that's that's just tough. Yeah, it's going to be it, it'll be it'll be interesting to watch how that region plays out. But like I said, I think Timson I think Timson walks to the fourth round with without any problem. Um, and then after that, they're going to have to play their best football to get to Arlington. Well, I will say this: mm. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be real honest about this one. If if Timpson, you said they would play Refugio, uh, Refugio, um in the fourth round, right? That would be the fifth round. That would be the semifinal. Fifth round. Mm -hmm. yeah. If they win that, if I well, I still think if Tim, because I, I picked Timpson to go to state this year. If Timpson gets past the fourth round, I, I think they'll. But that's going to be a tough matchup in the fifth round. That's yeah. what I will say. I, I have them going to state because I want to see Terry Bussey win a state championship before he leaves. Because uh, what well, he's a senior this year, right? So mm -hmm. I, I would, I, I just want to see the kid win. I want to see him win. Want to see him win one before he goes, because I think that'd be is is probably the best story right now going on in Texas high school football. Period. I mean, and that's that's just not that's not coming from me. That's coming from pretty much almost everybody. So it'd be fun to see him. You know, it would be I, an I even think. better story. It would be an even better story, Christian. Jimbo Fisher gets fired and he decommits from Texas A&M. That'll be an even better story. Mm, mm, mm. 
Go to Bama. Mm. Go. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Brett, uh-uh. y'all already got see. a lot of running backs. That's that's we got we, too we, many we, running backs on Texas's team. No, we don't. We just add them in the mix, man. Put them at slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Hey, you could do that. You could do that. Who's gonna Who's gonna be able to cover that guy? He's fast. Nobody. One's a four four. One's almost a four three. Really. So. Hold you up in the secondary. Next round talent. True. Um, Corey Vince, y'all got any thoughts on uh, the Timpson Garrison game? Timpson, who Timpson is who we um, talking? Well, I gotta say, absolutely. That's the best way to put it. Corey said it right there. They are who we thought they were. It's gonna be an interesting bracket. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm getting to do the Garrison game. I'm hoping. This bracket plays out where maybe they have some more Thursday night games where I can uh, get out to get out to one. Uh, all right, game ten, the uh, game that we were all at last Friday night as Gilgore beat Chapel Hill thirty nine to sixteen. We had thirty four out of seventy three picks, um, so Kilgore was the underdog in this one. So, man, uh, guys. Uh, being on the call for this one, uh, we all got a really good view of this game. Uh, Kilgore, they impressed me. Their line on both sides was very very physical. Um, Williams, their quarterback, a uh, legit dual-threat option for Kilgore. I mean, he uh, he was able to run the ball when he needed to, find his receivers open, uh, had some breakdowns in the secondary for Chapel Hill and, and left some guys uh, wide open basically were out there on island by themselves a few times. And really those are the big plays. The The run defense from Chapel Hill was actually pretty good. Uh, it was, it was better than it has been over the last two to three weeks. They get that finally had sealed that up, but break down the secondary though, was really what cost them this game. It was really physical. There was a lot of laundry on the field, a lot of scuffles. I mean, it was a, it was a backyard brawl between the bulldogs, the red and the blue bulldogs. Uh, Guys, uh, we had Kyle and Christian were down the field level. Uh, Vince and, and Corey were up top. Um, I know you all got some thoughts on this one. Uh, go ahead and, and let me know what you got. Let let me let me get mine out of the way because y'all are all all uh, more into Chapel Hill than I am. More connected to the program, so I'm gonna let y'all handle it after. Just let me get my uh, little first thoughts out here. First off, shout out Chapel Hill Security. They don't play no games. All right. <laughs> If they do not let you in nowhere without a, without a pass. So shout out to Chapel Hill security for holding it down. Um, anyway, the, uh, the game was, I, to me, it lived up to the hype. It was, we know these two teams do not like each other. It was very, very obvious Friday night. There were multiple extracurricular activities going on after the play there were at the end of the game was what really blew my mind. Not even like a lined handshake. It was more like both teams stopped at midfield. The coaches held them back. And then it was kind of just like a mulling around of players, kind of like an NFL game or a college game. They people that wanted to talk to each other, they talked to each other. If you didn't want to talk to each other, you just went your separate ways. And so uh, no love loss between these teams, very physical game. Um, I'm with you, Brad. I think Chapel Hill's run defense, which has been, talked about a lot this season. I think it was a lot better against a very good running team in in Kilgore. Now, Derek Williams, the quarterback for Kilgore, had six touchdowns, four rushing and, and two through the air. So he had an outstanding game, but he didn't have any of those long touchdown runs that that we've seen Chapel Hill 
give up over the past few weeks. So Chapel Hill's rush defense was a lot better. Like you said, breakdowns in the secondary. I think that has a lot to do with Derrick Williams. When he got out of the pocket, that's when the secondary kind of broke down. So if, if Chapel Hill can, can keep that quarterback contained in the pocket, then I think that secondary can cover a little better. But once they get out of the pocket, it becomes a scramble drill. So it's a lot easier as a receiver. You know where you're going. The DB doesn't. So um, I think that caused some of the breakdowns in coverage. And offensively, it, Kilgore, when you play Kilgore, you're playing one of the best defenses in the state of Texas. So I don't think if you're Chapel Hill, yes, there's some things you need to improve on and some things you have to get better as you enter the playoffs. But Kilgore's defense, I, I think you can't just look at this game and say, well, we just need to make wholesale changes offensively. No, like Kilgore is really, really good on defense. They fly around all over the place. And I'm with what everybody's been saying in the chat. Kilgore is my pick to go to state out of this out of this 4A Division One Region 3. They're going to state. That's what I, I believe. Um, I, I think they will meet up with either Chapel Hill or Lindell in the fourth round again. I think Lindell, Chapel Hill are going to meet in the third round. And you're going to see either Kilgore versus Chapel Hill or Lindell in the fourth round like it has been for what seems like ever recently. So anyway, thought it was a really good game. Really enjoyed it. Very physical. It lived up to the hype, in my opinion. And um, I don't think either – I don't think Chapel Hill needs to sound the alarm. I don't think it's that dire of a situation because you lost to Kilgore. And then if you're Kilgore, you're on a run right now um, and – just carry this momentum all the way through the playoffs. The floor is y'all's. Corey, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'll go ahead and go. Um, Chubb got points in the mouth. I'm just going to talk big boy talk. First of all, I'm going to say this. If your team sucks, you, you don't, don't make any comments in chat. Or if Chubb put up 40 on y'all team, don't say anything in chat. Um, so it's, it's a big boy game. No, no question about that. Um, you know, the, the, I'm not blaming any officials or anything. I'm not even going to go there. The officials could have called a tighter game. It was more of a letting them play a little bit, but it kind of got out of hand. Some stuff, I think both, both, both teams would probably agree. It just shouldn't have gone that far. A lot, a lot of, a lot of guys, a lot of, I don't like to see kids, Push and shove around to like stuff after the play shouldn't just just play football. You know what I'm saying? Like if that, if that was my team, if if that was my team, I would just say that in general. Like just let's just play football. You know what I'm saying? You know I don't I don't want to be pushing and shoving. I just I don't I don't like that. Just play football. But at the end of the day, you know you do want to you do want your team to be aggressive. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You know play aggressive to the to the to the sound of the whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a big boy game. You know what I'm saying? You, you're one of those. Chapel was very talented. You know, I thought Chapel was more talented, but I thought Kilgore played harder. If that makes any sense, Kilgore's defense is legit, and they all have great athletes. I mean, tremendous athletes. But I thought Kilgore wanted it more, and that's a big difference. You can see that in the game. That's a big difference between wanting something more than the other team, and they played that one. They won in the district championship, and they played that one. And, you know, and you couldn't ask for any more. But the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for me, and I'm going to end it at that, Kilgore had two weeks to, to watch Chapel Hill up and down for the, for, the, for the longest. You know, you got two weeks to prepare for a team. You better beat that team. 
you know, and, and especially if you prepare very well all year, you had two weeks to prepare. You you better win the football, right? That's 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 a big one. But other than that, man, it, it was a great game. Take nothing away from Kilgore. They're the favorite as they should be, you know. And and you know that's I, hopefully those guys can meet each other again in the, in a three p. And God knows only happens. It's, it's it's rough. It's tough to beat two. Tough to be the same team twice. You know what I'm saying? And Chapel's been fortunate enough to beat in the past couple of years twice in the playoffs. I mean, the past couple of years they beat in the playoffs. So it, everyone wants to see this matchup again. Everybody, all eyes are going to be on these Texas again. Chapel's got to beat. Chapel's got to beat the first. You know, they got to be LCM and then whoever they play next after that. And then, you know, if Lindell's there, they got to be Linda. So, you know, they owe them one. Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be fun. And this region is tough, uh, Corey. I mean, let's 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 look at it. I know Christian's ready, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what the pathway is to kind of set this up. Um, Kilgore has Livingston first, okay. I would say of of the teams in this district, the Chapel Hill has the easiest path to the third round of any of them. Uh, they're gonna open with LCM. LCM's quarterback is out for the season, okay. So. Um, Lindale has Vider. Um, I think that'll be a good matchup. Um, Kilgore has Livingston. That shouldn't be that difficult. But round two for Kilgore, Bay City is a really good team um, in that district. Um, Iowa Colony is a very good team. Lindale would see them in round two if they if they make it. Iowa Colony is a state ranked team. They have. Um, they have 5A numbers right now. They will be 5A when the realignment hits. They have 5A numbers in 4A. Matter, it does matter because when you get in the playoffs, having more bodies makes a difference. Yes, it does. It does matter. It does matter. It, if it matters to y'all, raise your hand in the chat. If it matters to y'all, raise your hand in the chat. It matters. So that matters because because by the time you get to this point in the season, banged up bodies, you're tired. The more guys you have, it matters. Especially if it's way more than the other team. I don't know what they turned in their numbers wise. Somebody can look it up, but I, I know that Iowa Colony will be five A next season, maybe five A division one. Like when it's that big a difference, um, I don't know that they've had a graduating class. They're, they're one of those schools that was just freshly opened, and so they're like just blowing up. So that many numbers does matter. Okay, they're a really good football team. It's going to give Lindell some trouble. I mean, I think I don't know that Lindell gets there. I think that that's going to be a really good game round too. Long story short, is where Chapel Hill ended up in that third spot for that. It's it's an easier path. We talked about it earlier, depending like Harmony's got a little bit tougher bracket than Dangerfield. I mean, it just depends on who's in that bracket with you and who that next team is. Because I mean, there's this the Houston district down there is predominantly not real good in in this classification. So they're not as they're not as good. So you've got El Campo is probably gonna beat Houston, Orling, Orlington or whatever their name is here in District 11. So Chapel Hill would possibly have a fourth best team. Now, Campo's pretty good. They've had a lot of injuries, but that would be an easier matchup. So just on that thought, it may not be a bad thing. Chapel Hill wakes up. They got an easier road. Can they take advantage of it? That's the question. 
Can they? Can they, Christian? I know you're, I know you're chomping the bits. Can they take advantage of that? All right, let me go ahead and and by the way, um, uh, I, I looked at Iowa Conley. Lindale's not beating them. I'm just I'm just gonna be honest. They're, they're not beating Iowa Conley. So Chapel and Iowa Conley will probably meet in the third round, and I don't know if that's gonna be in Houston or Dallas. I don't know. It's gonna be one of the two. Listen, Chapel Hill. I I want I want everybody to answer this question. I'm not blaming it on the refs. I, I I was a little bit upset when I saw when I just saw some blatant. There was about two blatant calls that I saw that I was just like, okay, what the heck are y'all calling? Um, let me ask y'all a question. Did that team out there, and I'm talking about for Chapel Hill, and and this is no disrespect to them, did that team out there after all those penalties look disciplined? Anybody answer the question? No, no. So they they weren't disciplined. Okay, they got physically dominated by Kilgore. I thought Chapel Hill, to be honest with you, I said Chapel Hill would win this game by five points, really. I was hoping it would have been something like last year uh, in the district title game where, okay, Chapel Hill just whoops him from the jump. That Chapel Hill team last year, like, Corey said that team. That team looked like that. That Kilgore game in Kilgore, it looked like they. That team looked like it was in. The, uh, it was a state championship team. That's what it looked like. But they didn't look like that Friday. They, literally. And, and by the way, I give props to the run de- against the run. They were spectacular. It's just when they got inside, when Kilgore got inside the ten yard line, it was just like, oh dang, they're already down here. And then they got to the one-yard line, and me and Kyle, we were in the back of the end zone, and we called it. They finna sneak it in, and they did. So that, and then I hate to say this, but Clint Fuller's staff was the better staff that night. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. They were the better staff that night. I asked one of the, I, I asked one of the players. I said, "Hey, what what was Coach Fuller saying when y'all got?" into Chapel Hill territory. And they, one of the players literally said, when we get down into the uh, into the red zone, we're going to run the ball. That's exactly what they did. They ran it right up the middle. They ran quarterbacks in. Now, yes, Chapel Hill stopped the running backs, which was great because I was just like, okay, they're, they're probably going to have to do that to win this game. They're probably going to stop the guys up the middle, you know, because we, I think I kind of, I, I think I kind of figured, you know, hey, they're probably going to, go probably going to hand the ball if they're probably going to run power. But this this Chapel Hill team, I I didn't – coming into this year, I didn't know – and I won't be long, guys. I didn't know that I – I didn't – I was like, okay, well, I don't know if they'll get it this year. But the more I started looking at it, I was like, oh, they are they are threats to the state championship. They can get there. But then everything started kind of going downhill when they played Lindale. Excuse me, Palestine, actually, because I, I caught that game. I said it was probably going to be 38 to 31, and I was a couple points off. It was 40 to 31, I think. So, you know, I, I just 
I think that Chapel is going to be in the third round. I think they're going to be Iowa Conley. Um, but Friday, Friday was hard to watch. And not only was it hard to watch as a reporter and a guy who was on the sideline, it was hard to watch as a former player. I believe that I couldn't even say that Chapel had the better team on Friday because they they just don't right now. And, and normally, I would disagree, I would disagree with Kyle on this. Right now, Kilgore is a state champion contender. As of right now, they are a state champion contender. And they're over Chapel Hill right now. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. A lot of people are not going to like that, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. They are a state champion contender. And when they get to the semifinal, it, for, from what it's sounding like, a lot of people want to see them and Bernie. And I would not be shocked if Kilgore, if they were to beat Chapel Hill again, they would go probably, I don't know, San Antonio or you know, New Caney or whatever, wherever they would go, I would not be shocked if they I beat them they and went to the state championship. They better not go to San Antonio. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You, if you If you want to go to San Antonio, you better go the night before. But what I'm saying is, is that it, it, it just didn't look, that did not look good for Chapelville on Friday. Now, the big question it not, is. It wasn't all that bad. I don't think it was all that bad. It wasn't, it, no, it, it wasn't all that bad. But what I'm saying is it just didn't look good. Now, the question is, can Chapel Hill, and I, I think they're going to blow, to be honest with you, I think they're going to blow out LCM. I, I, without their quarterback, I, I just don't think that LCM has the the firepower that everybody is, that some people are hyping. I'm not going to say everybody, but some people. Um, but El Campo is going to be a tough task. It's a, a tough task if, if they play them. So... This should wake Chapel Hill up. But if it didn't wake them up, and if LCM comes in with some good intentions to win this ball game, and if Chapel Hill is still not recovered from the Kilgore game, get the basketballs ready. I don't think that's going to happen, but just saying. Vince? Oh, sorry. Uh, Golden State playing. I was <laughs> trying to. I was cheating over that Golden State. Um, man, Kilgore's tough. And for those who haven't realized it yet, this is the reason. This is the team that almost beat Carthage. You know, this is that team. And. Um, I picked Kilgore to win because I, I went with defense and I, I just, you know, I believe defenses win, uh, win championships. Um, but there was something that I told Corey and he'll, he'll remember this when I, when I bring it up, it's probably about what, four or five weeks ago now. Uh, he called me and we was having a conversation about, uh, I don't remember exactly who we were talking about, but somehow I, we ended up talking about Kilgore. And I said, I made this comment, it was just an observation of mine. Um, I felt like Chapel Hill's defense was good, but they were good up front. Corey, you remember me talking about this? Corey. 
Yeah, right. yeah. He's shaking he's his head. Yeah. So I told him, I said, and I told him, I said, they're good up front. And what makes it even better is that they have Day Day Ross and they got Brooks. And so that makes it, that makes it even better. But I question what the secondary really looks like. Remember I said that. I was like, because don't, we don't find a lot of teams that try to pass on us. So you don't really know what the secondary is. You know, uh, and it's ironic. That's where we kind of got ate up at offensively for a lot for a lot of the game. Um, <sighs> defensively, Kilgore is aggressive. They're mean, and man, you gonna really if you plan on beating them. If you if you really plan on beating Kilgore, you are gonna have to you really scheme against game. them because I don't. Cause I listen, nah, 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 nah. This ain't that. Like you don't. I I get. We got we got two of the best offensive players you can have in East Texas right now on the same right. team. But when you get met at the line of scrimmage by two and three defenders, there's nothing you can do. Like there's nothing you can do. I mean, the first play was a sack, wasn't it? Or or it was or at least they they all put their hands on Brisbane. And at one point, Corey kept. He kept asking me, he said, what do you do? How do you change this up? Because, you know, I always say, like, how do you beat a team like this? And, and Corey can tell you, I, I was like, I don't know. Like, they, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're all over the field. It, if, if Stewart goes to the right, you see three defenders going to the right. If Brisbane, you know, tries to, you know, tries to pass the football and then wants to take it on his own, you, he's met at the line of scrimmage by three people waiting on him. Eddie, you he's know, not a, it's just he's like not there was nothing. Mm-mm. There's no who. Oh, that's Eddie. Yeah, that's Eddie. Yeah, yeah. You he's see not Eddie? Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not telling you, like I was been fat. Nah, nah. Kilgore is that team. You know, I hear people say all the time, "I am him." That's Kilgore. <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah, I think what they. really bothers me is the fact that we lost to Lindale. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what eats me up because. Cause now it makes me think. It makes me think. Like, if you give up thirty points a game, you get stops. We don't hope about points. You get stops. You get you get stops. You be all right. Thirty points a game. You get stops. Just timely yeah, stop. Yeah, you look at the points. There, there's you. You could justify. I could justify thirty points a game. I'm not gonna get into it. But you looking at the numbers, that's fine. That's cool. You give up a big play, all right. But you already up by you already up by twenty eight points. So you give up 14 points in the second quarter or the fourth quarter, then what? You know, but I, I, but I mean, but here's the thing. Oh, did they beat away points? Kilgore is taking away points. Kilgore is taking away points. Kilgore is taking away points. Kilgore is taking over the top. Eddie, I'm talking about Kilgore. What is turnovers? Is he talking about You know, but he's talking about Chapel Hill. He was talking about Chapel Hill having a bad defense, but they're scoring thirty points a game. Oh, Chapel Hill! I'm like, oh, I could, like oh. I said, I could justify that. There's, there's no. That, I'm not going to okay. get in there because that's, 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 that's barbershop talk. We talking no, about I that. Was, out there. I was saying that their defense is good up front, so you know, yeah, I, I question what the secondary looked like, and it's something else I told Corey too. I said sometimes people don't when you win in like that, when you really, you know, you rolling over people fifty six to twenty. You know, sometimes you don't see the problem. You know, because you win it. Right. Nobody cares what the problem is when you win it. 
When you oh, lose, though, when you lose, then you start to see the holes. And it's like, ah, oh, okay, well. Well, I mean, but here, here's the thing. Um, you know, like, I mean, here's the thing. Just saying. When when I look, I don't. Oh, 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 let me address it. I don't think Chapel Hill went into Lindell thinking it was a, a cakewalk, though. Why would why would Chapel Hill think Lindell would be a cakewalk? Vance, Vance, Vance. I don't think Chapel Hill ever thought Lindell would be Vance, a cakewalk. Vance, Vance. You know what? I'm you up, think I'm that Chapel it. Hill think mm -mm, that mm -mm, Lindell mm -mm, is a cakewalk? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this one part. When I look at what, and you know what, when it when it comes to like what Kilgore is saying about like if they could say, oh, I'm him, like literally, like they own up to it, like literally, like that's who they are. Here's the thing, when I look at what they did to Lindell, that's immediately what I thought about. When I look at what they did to Lindell, and then when I look at what Chapel Hill uh, got, when I look at what Lindell did to Chapel Hill, it's just it made me wonder it's like we've seen over the past couple of years it's like okay chapel hill has met pretty much almost every single big game toe-to-toe -to -toe, head to head you talk about from mm -hmm. all all these games that they've played lbj lcm a number three ranked kilgore two years ago going down to Kilgore mm -hmm. in their house, that is a hostile environment to go down there and beat them like that. And then you beat Lumberton. You, you know, you beat all these teams. That Chapel has met the standard almost every single game. But when you lose to Lindale, who got blown out 64, what I think it was what, Kyle, 64 to 29? When you get when you get beat by Linda, who got blown out sixty four to twenty uh, sixty four to twenty nine, and then you come back a couple weeks later, back home, and you lose a game to Kilgore, it's like it just makes you think if you're if you're a Chapel Hill native or a Chapel Hill person or somebody who's played on the team, it just makes you wonder. It's just like wow. It, it, can can they still can they I, I think they can I'm not just saying that because I played there I'm saying that because I know I, I, I know I know pretty much all these guys on this all the guys on this except for some of the new guys but I know pretty much almost every last one of these players on this team and I know what they're capable of but the question is and I think you know on Facebook I, I saw this Somebody said this on Facebook, and, and they're not from East Texas. They're actually from Dallas. They said, can Chapel Hill keep winning these big games? Can they still meet the standard every single tough game? That's that the they question. Play? That's, that's what that's everybody should be thinking. And right now, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm thinking, I don't know how Chapel Hill makes it to state unless you try to avoid Lindell and Kilgore. Because I, to I be don't, honest, I don't. I was told by a coach how Lindale beat Chapel Hill, and it was they kept what they what he said was they kept the offense on the sideline. Yeah, but then they it did. made me think. Well, if you keep an offense on the sideline, what's the problem with the defense that they can't get off the field? Well, because because here's the thing. So you know what I think? That, that you know was that was my Lindale, immediate question. You know what I think Lindale was thinking? They were like, okay, we probably know that we won't be able to stop Ricky Stewart. 
We probably know that. We probably know that Nobody. we probably won't be able to stop Ricky Stewart. So what we're going to do is we're going to get the ball first. Mm-hmm. And you remember, here's the thing. Lindell at the 30-yard line went forward on fourth and two, and they got six yards off of it. They ran the ball with Clint Thurman right up the middle. Right up the mm-hmm. middle. They, they kept Chapel Hill's offense off mm-hmm. the field the majority of the night. I forgot how much time they ran off the clock in total for the entire game, but I know it was a lot. So that's what I'm saying. Can Chapel Hill still, are they still right now as we sit here on this panel right now on the show and we ask, are they still a state championship contender? Can they st- TBD. TBD to TBD. be determined. We'll see. Can they win the big games? I'm not saying no disrespect to LCM. Chapel was a better Chapel was a better team. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that this is not a big game. So let me let me go back. Let me address some of this right here that I'm reading over here. All right, I'm gonna go with what Eddie said first. Eddie, I didn't say that Chapel Hill was a great defense. They had a great defense. I said it was said on the show that they had a great defense, but I thought that they were just good up front with Brooks and Dayday Ross. If you watch them play, there's a lot of teams can't stop them too. Nobody can, except for Lindell, because they got a dude that's going to Bama who is pretty big. Well, I think. Hard <laughs> to see him. But hard, hard um, they're good defense. Guy. The linebackers, are no. there's no issues there. I think it's the – I, I want to say it's the up front. You've got Allen returning, but – you got a lot of new guys trying to fill that up front void. And that's yeah, Thurkill, yeah. Collins, and Gibson. And what I'm saying is, and what I'm saying is that I'm, I was questioning the secondary, meaning that I didn't think the secondary may have been as good as what the front, you know, defensive line and linebackers were looking like. You know, well, that's what I mean. Well, I mean, I, I and mean, then I to go back to the 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 Lindell. Missing the, you know, like Chapel Hill thinking we were going to roll, just roll on Lindell. I know we, I know we rolled on them last year, but you got to know something about the Chapel Hill Lindell game. That's too, that's just like the Kilgore game. We've been waiting to whoop them. You know, we've been waiting to do that to them. Like, it, it's not that we, we don't disrespect them in that regard. Like, we just going to come out and roll on them. I don't think nobody was looking past Lindell. They were waiting on Lindell, but they just got whooped by Lindell. It's just all it was. Well, but here's you know, the thing. Now, and, and, yeah, we did put up 79 on them, but that was because of what happened to us the year prior. Yeah. You know, you got to understand that that's always been a big game. And so right. I don't well, think big a, games people ever look past those. All right, Chris. Well, so here's get, a, give, 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 us, give us one more point, and we'll, uh, we're going to move on to the polls. Okay, so I'm going to say this. Here's the thing. So to be honest with you, you, you guys already know personally, 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 in my heart and in my mind, I, I hope that Chapel gets to a state championship because I think those seniors, with those, I mean, the whole team deserves it. Uh, you know, I mean, but you know, I just think that you know, with the group that they have now, I, I just hope they win it. And reality is not looking like they will. But here's the thing: in the secondary, they only have one reliable guy. If you really want to think about it. They only have one reliable. I, I know Darius Dean, he plays good and everything like that, but they really only have one reliable guy, and that's Javen Mayfield. That's it. That's really the only reliable guy that they have. If you look, their, their front seven is real. They, they have Davion Ross. They have Trevor Brooks. They have J-Bo Cook. But that defensive line, 
You got third kill, Collins, Dallas Gibson. Dallas Gibson, here's the thing about this guy. He can get around the edge on you. It, it doesn't matter who's going up against him. He can get around the edge on you. And if you don't, if you don't get the ball fast enough, he's coming to get you. But Kendall Allen is really their only reliable guy. So you got a bunch of new guys. So you you're really not even you got Davion Roche, Gabo Cook, Trevor Brooks, Kendall Allen, Javen Mayfield. That's only five reliable guys on their defense. And I'm not trying to disrespect uh their defense. I'm just saying against good teams, this secondary is it, it, it's it's a big, big question mark. And that's what I'm saying regarding to can they still win big games to be determined. All right. We'll see. Hey, let's let's check the polls out, guys. This is our final regular season polls. Uh, we'll have polls again at the very end of the season uh, once the playoffs are over. But uh, final regular season standings for 6A, 5A for the net in polls. Uh, we have a tie for fourth and fifth. It'll be a fourth at fourth place. Tyler High and who 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 do you think, Corey? Who's tied with Tyler High? I have no idea. Hashtag Shine Tree. Uh Pine Tree is tied with Tyler High at fourth. Um third third is Marshall. Uh second, Texas High, and number one, pretty much all season long, the Longview Lobos. Thoughts on that, fellas? Oh, oh, oh Brett. Can I can I do it? Can I do it real quick? What what do what? This letter. Oh, you have an apology letter. Yes, go ahead, Christian. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm. So I actually so guys, I actually put it on my computer. Ah, I'm waiting for this all week. There has been speculation by me, Christian Blevins, that I have been for the past couple years downplaying Pine Tree like a dog. I've said they've been garbage, trash, ridiculously not good, all that kind of stuff. Including the fact that a couple years ago I said that they're so not good, Dangerfield could probably beat them. And maybe Mart. I, I put that on there. Anyway. But I was very shocked to see Pine Tree this past Friday. Undoubtedly, well, they were they have been doubted, actually. I've seen I've seen and I wasn't completely shocked. I was I was shocked about this actually, that they knocked off Texas High 19-13 in overtime, I believe. So to all the Pine Tree fans, parents, and coaches and players, I Christian Blevins of NetSN deeply apologizes for my criticism of this program for the past five to six years. Oh, all right. Any, 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 any doubts that that's the biggest win in pine tree history, at least in the most recent history. I mean, um, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. I'd be little in pine tree. Like, there. I ain't won anything ever. It's okay. <laughs> I'm happy for him. You know, I'm, I'm happy for pine tree. I'm happy. Shine tree. I'm happy for him, baby. I'm so happy. Like, Show some respect. So you like that spot in the polls for uh, your shine tree? 
It's about time. It's about time. It's, it's, it's disrespectful, but I but I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. It's, it's petty. It's Cal, very Cal, petty. Thoughts, you, you, you had some votes in this poll. Any thoughts on the way it finished up? No. I mean, I didn't have Pine Tree in there, but that, I mean, I didn't do much movement in mine. I dropped I dropped uh, White House, <laughs> and I moved up uh, yeah. Marshall. That's all I did. Yeah. I, I think Pine Tree, honestly, from where we thought they would be, um, give them some shine in this poll, as Corey says, shine tree. Um, shine on. Shine right. tree, shine on. Here we go. Uh, final 4A poll this season. Uh, coming in number 10 is Athens. Nine, Rusk. Eight, Van. Seven, Center. Six, Gilmer. Five, Lindale. Four, Chapel Hill. Three, Kilgore. Two, Pleasant Grove. And number one in the poll is Carthage. Um, thoughts on the 4A poll, fellas? Okay, I hate to say this. Um, this kind of hurts uh, me saying this. But because they beat Chapel Hill, I'm going to put Lindell at four. That's where I had Lindell. I mean, I had Lindell. I had, I'm, I'm put, I had Carthage, Pleasant Grove, Kilgore, Lindell, and Chapel Hill as my top five. And then after that, it's up for grabs. I think the top five is pretty solid. Outside of that, it's it's – Kind of oh, for by yourself. the way, guys, I just got, and this wasn't in the comments. I actually just got a text. So one of my friends just said, and they're they're a big Chapel Hill hater, uh, but one of my friends said that Chapel Hill shouldn't even be in the top ten right now. Um, take them out. Take them out the top ten. Then I like it. Take them out. I appreciate yeah. that. It's just the poll. It don't mean nothing. Right. Take them out the top ten. I mean, if you if you do look at the poll though of who's in it, okay. Um, they beat Gilmer, they beat Van, and they beat Athens. So they beat three of the teams that finished in the poll. So, I mean, they did lose to Kilgore and Linda, but they, you know, they had a strong schedule. They it don't played. matter. They, they defense, it don't even matter because their defense is trash and they can't even beat Kilgore. It's going to take you out the poll. They give up oh 29 points a game. Their defense is trash. They can't, they can't, they can't stop anybody. Man. Uh, <laughs> Hey, hey, listen, I'll, Corey. I'll, the disrespect. No, 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 no. He's right. No, it's, 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 it's fine. You know what? I get it. I absolutely get it. But I ain't got nothing to say. Let's keep going. All right. Hey, I'll I'll stick up for you if anybody tries to. You know. All right. Final. Oh man, I got great hair. Final rankings in the three A to a task poll. I pay bills. Uh, Ten is Garrison. Um, nine Dangerfield. Eight West Rusk. Seven Harmony. Six hooks, five love lady, four Beckville, three Winsboro, two Malakoff, one Timpson. A really strong poll there, I think, guys. Dang, I almost want to put hooks in the top five, but I don't. Did they? Did they play Winsboro? No. Yes. Oh, oh hooks. Well, kind of depends, depends on who you ask. Officially, we were told no that the game didn't. They they were really close. It was what thirteen to six, Kyle. I think something like it was, that. It was, yeah, it was something close, and then it got called. Um, but yeah, I mean, you look at that poll. You've got Timpson, obviously Malakoff, Winsboro, all haven't lost. Beckville's only loss was to Timpson. Love Letty coming undefeated. You know, we talked about Hooks. They're technically nine and zero. They didn't have a loss on their uh, schedule. They did play Winsboro, a close game. game. Yeah, 
Harmony comes in with that big win over Dangerfield. They jumped over Dangerfield. They have losses to Hooks and to Beckville. Beckville. So ahead of them, I mean, um, and with the more that more Beckville played, the better that loss looks. I mean, they've looked they've looked really good. Um, West Rusk has played a tough schedule. They've been impressive. Of course, Dangerfield Garrison only loss was a Timson number one. So uh, Eddie Hooks was at number six. I think it's a solid poll, fellas. I mean, I don't I don't have any arguments. I mean, you can you can definitely argue all day who could be in there, but who wouldn't. But I think it's pretty solid. I mean, if we say this every week. The top top four or five. <coughs> um, I mean, top really top seven or eight. Top seven or eight. You mean you could you could make an argument for where you want to move them, where you don't want to move them. I mean, it's it's really subjective at this point. But I think what's not subjective is the top four. Timson, Malakoff, Winsboro, Beckville, I think, yeah, are kind of up there on a on a class of their own. Then from five down, you can interchange them in and out wherever you want to. And the, the exciting thing is, we're hopefully going to see some of these teams play here pretty soon. So yeah. it's really going to be interesting uh, on that. And speaking of uh, where they're playing, guys, um, where are you guys going to be uh, this week? I will be at the Chapel LCM game calling a game with the one and only Logan Ward. I've been waiting for this moment for I don't know how long. Uh, I mean, it's, I, will, I will say this, guys. Uh, I just, for, for the first year I've been on the show, um, you know, obviously I've been on the show, you know, before, but I just want to thank you guys for uh, letting me come on the show. And being a part of NetSN, and I've got the commentator Keith Whitman and uh, Brett Sweeney, and now Logan Ward, and that's pretty much icing on a cake. So I just want to thank you guys so much, and I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Uh, y'all are um, hard to discuss with when it comes to football, <laughs> but that's because we all pretty much know football. So um, I've, I've been blessed to be a part of this team, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Uh, got a lot of big stuff coming up, uh, but that's because of all you guys. So I love you guys. And thank you guys. And shoot, let's keep moving forward. Hey, all Corey, we did was you okay? change the battery in your, in your, in your, in your uh, smoke detector. You got to do all that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, where are you going to be? Well, tomorrow night I'm going to be in my second hometown of Emory, home of the two-time state champion softball reigns, Lady Cats. Okay. Um, anyway, but I'll be in Emory yeah. for the Cooper and Frankston game. Ooh, and uh, it's going to be – Big uglies of Cooper, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. And it's going to be raining. 100% chance oh. of rain tomorrow night. So it's yeah, really going to be a ground game. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's going to be fun to watch. Oh. And then Friday, I'll oh, be yeah. in – I'll be in Hallsville at Bobcat Stadium for the red zone game of the mm. week between the Gilmer Buckeyes and the Center Rough Riders. That is going to be first one to 60 wins, and uh, it'll be a basketball game on turf, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'll have plenty of highlights that you can watch on the red zone Friday night. Hey, hey, or, I'm a, I'm a, or Kyle, I'm you, could, you could also watch the game on yes. NSN. Yes. As our friends yeah. down in Center will be covering this game as one Absolutely. of our games. Hey, I will say this. I'm a like I, I already picked center to win this game, but guess what, Coach Meeks, you are a Alabama fan, right? I'm an Alabama fan. I hope y'all win by I don't know, give them thirty for me, simply because of that. 
Uh, Down goes LSU, by the way. Uh, we love like, like Coach Weeks on the show. Don't do him like that. Ain't got to be Alabama. Corey, any, you thoughts, all that. Corey any thoughts on where you're going to be? You're going to be camping out at the house? You're going to be venturing out? What you got planned for Friday night? You know, I don't know, man. It's probably going to be raining. You know, it's, it's a nice nice day to, to kind of watch some football on NetSN and listen to some great commentary. And, you know, Friday, you should be good. People got- Friday, you should be good. Friday, I don't think uh, – Friday, I think we're good on the rain. It's, thir- it's Thursday. It's supposed to rain in the morning. It's Thursday. I might, you know, I don't know, man. I might bend some corners. You know, I might go to Bullet. I might, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I might do. I don't know. <laughs> but what, what, did, what, did, what did Will Ferrell say in uh, 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 old school? I don't know. I don't know if I have any time. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, hey, weatherman oh, Eddie man. did. Friday is a clear game time. I told you it was okay. clear. Oh, no, he do what you mean, weather and Eddie? He yeah. I told you it was clear. He does, he does weather, too. Oh, we- okay. I got you. And he can pass. <laughs> Vince, uh, oh, we, we got a good one Friday night. Vince, tell everybody where we're going to be Friday night. Friday night, we're going to be at Brook Hill watching uh, Brook Hill take on Grace Prep for the second time. Uh, should be a good one. Um I think Grace, Grace Prep is uh, they looking for some comeback, but I don't think they realize the challenge they face ahead of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so last you know last week I kind of said that you know uh, I, I I gave ratings and stuff on games. I said Kilgore Chapel Hill was like you know Godzilla and King Kong. This Grace Prep and Brook Hill game is gonna be like Jon Snow versus the Night King. Like I don't yeah. think. Grace Prep knows what's coming. <laughs> you know what's uh, coming. Darkness the is coming. Cannonball Brook Hill ain't playing no games. The Cannonball defense <laughs> there. That, exactly. Yeah, Brook Hill ain't playing no games. I don't think they understand that. But they're going to show up anyway, and we're going to get it in. We're going to do what we do. Uh, uh, who knows? I might, if, if the house is functioning, I might actually get out tomorrow and go watch Beckville. Um I think they're playing at uh, Rose Stadium, so they are. Um, I might. It just depends. Okay, so uh, see, Conrad's got a busy slate here. He's got Beckville, Alba Golden on Thursday, then Friday, Harmony Hemphill. Also, updates on Winsboro, Atlanta, Gladewater, Mount Vernon, all those uh, KMU schools. So have fun with that card. I'm actually going to be in a couple of places tomorrow night. Coach Hubbard's going off the headset coach's headset and putting on the commentary headset with me and we're going to go call a game on the tomato bowl between garrison and jewett leon tomorrow night at 7 p.m and the historic tomato bowl i'm excited to get to call a game there it's a nice complex and uh so we'll be doing that and then i'll be with vince uh, tomorrow like he said in bullard as we'll be calling the brook hill guard and arlington grace prep lions and and we have a special guest that's going to be in the booth with us uh, Aaron Swink, a uh, he actually is, does the play-by-play for Jacksonville. Um, they're done for the season, so he's gonna he's a Brook Hill alumni. He's gonna come out and hang out with us in the booth uh, and check it out. Um, but yeah, and then on top of that, I mentioned a while ago the Gilmer Center game will be on NetSN. We're also gonna have three or so, I guess three games on NFHS this week. The Garrison game that that uh, me and Jeremy will be doing on NFHS. We'll have Shelbyville game on Thursday night on NFHS by our – they'll be our uh, people producing it. 
And then on Friday, we'll have the Timson game on NFHS. So six games uh, coming to you by NetSN, either on lots of different platforms, but a lot of good content coming out here, fellas. I'm excited. Um, this is our first football playoff season, uh, football season and playoff season on NetSN. I'm excited. Kyle, go ahead. I forgot to mention Saturday, I'm also shooting a game. It's a, a college JUCO football playoff game between the Kilgore College Rangers and the New Mexico Military Institute over at RE St. John. Oh, they're, they're usually really good. Should be a decent game. It's first yeah. uh, first round playoff game, so I'm looking forward to that. And it's my first time to shoot college football, so we're going nice. to figure it out. We're going to love it. Nice. Christian, go ahead. Nice. Um, so on Saturday uh, from here at the house, I will be covering 6A games. Uh, that's going to be fun. So if you want, just, uh, go look on my, uh, Instagram page, uh, Lions Den podcast series that hopefully I'll be getting up next week. So, um, go check some of that out. I will be doing a couple of college games and no, they will not just be in Texas. I'm not like everybody else who just does in Texas things. Uh, I like to, I like to, I like to spread, I like to spread the, um, I like to spread the love around the country. Mm. I'm going to be, um, looking at, uh, USC mm. and, uh, Oregon, um, Georgia and Ole Miss, that should be a good game. Um, and then we're going to see what this Michigan crap is going on. I, I, I'm getting tired of that already. Um, they shouldn't even be in the playoffs, but uh, yeah. All right, that's awesome. Go check that out, um, guys. It's been a great week. Uh, big football weekend coming up. If you missed our show again this morning, it's still on our YouTube channel. Go back and check it out. A Beast from the East show. We all give you our rundown of our top ten games, the games on the pick'em. So if you need help, uh, if according to Kyle, just follow his picks. He's ten and zero every week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me. <laughs> for Christian, KO Kyle Owens, Corey Marshall, Vincent Johnson, I'm Brett Swinney. Thanks for watching this week's wrap up show. We'll be back to wrap up round one playoffs next week, right here, Wednesday, 8 p.m. or 8 30 p.m. So come back, tell your friends to join us. We'll be here. Everybody have a great football weekend and a safe travels to all the games. Uh, good night, everybody. Be blessed. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not.
To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at l4frclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority. sustained a bone joint work or sports injury problems with mobility or movement suffer with pain contact azalea orthopedics our specialists serve patients across east texas for proven trusted medical care you have a choice demand azalea 